Mike Shake, hit that play button today. Thank you for being here as always. This is Social Junkie Podcast. This is episode, hold on, what episode is it? 145. I go by the name of P. Brandon is over here to my right. He's a little far from me than he usually is. You gonna record that way? No, nah, I just, I gotta put this shit over here for the music. I'm gonna move this shit back when I'm oh. done. Uh, episode 145, again, thank you for being here. Guess what? It's the one year anniversary of this album, so we gotta do it. A year ago today, Isaiah Rashad dropped a classic. Don't let this ride out that we're gonna get started. Social Junkie Podcast, episode 145. Thank you guys. We work to work, you like to work, I holla and they send it. You know my pride was called in Chicago in December. Trippin', I don't wanna lose count. Talking my shit, it was just us, bitch. Fuck it up, drive, hopin' my ride. Pay me that Dutch, bitch. On the west side, on the one ten, swingin' my nuts. Fuck it, let's grill, fuck it, let's spill. Spend a few crumbs. Pop smoke, pop shit, pop bitch, young nigga don't pop too much. Spaceships, fake gold, Kanye, young nigga don't stay too long. Big truck, big deal, big pop, them niggas probably hate my guts. Tryna gain my trust. It's all I'm a cool cat, fuck that, tell them bitches I'm a top dog Get shot, rollin' with them, let the propane outside, bunch of niggas doing donuts, yeah Got the money in the headlock, big dog, every time we hit the red lights just shine, ain't nothing but a good day. Don't die, damn, teach me how to pump fake. Big shot, bitch, said it, I'm a cool cat. Fuck that, tell them bitches I'm a top dog. Get shot, rollin' with them, let the propane outside. Bunch of niggas doing donuts, yeah. Got the money in the headlock. Big dog, every time we hit the red lights. Just shine, ain't nothing but a good day. Don't die, damn, teach me how to pump fake. Big shot. So, Junkie Podcast, Mike Check. Again, this is episode 145. Guys, if you hit that play button today, we appreciate you guys as always. Every single listener worldwide, thank you from the bottom of my hearts. Both of our hearts. Where's your heart at? Right there. Right there. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you guys. Again, I go by the name of P. God to the right of me. He's here with me as always, every single week. 145 straight week. Well, not straight. Let me not say that. 145 weeks total. He's been here with me on this episode, on this show, I should say. That's a lot of recording time. It's a lot of recording time, guys. A lot of you podcasts out there don't have no content. Y'all niggas can't record every week like we can. Y'all niggas don't know what the fuck to talk about. <laughs> We've never had that issue. <laughs> yeah, we actually never had that issue. We've never had that issue, guys. Never had that issue. But make sure you like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Everybody on YouTube is recording, right? Yeah. Everybody that's watching on YouTube, we appreciate y'all that hit that subscribe button. Uh... Our YouTube episodes drop every single week, a day or two after our audio episodes. Our audio episodes drop a day after we record on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. 
again every single week guys as always um, if you have any Q&A questions you want to send us, we're not going to do the Q&A segment today because we're going to be kind of short on time. But everything else that we have on the docket, we will talk about. Uh, but send your Q&A questions if you have any. Socialjunkiepod at gmail.com. Socialjunkiepod at gmail.com. Anything that you want, to, uh, want us to debate about the Q&A segment is usually the last segment of our podcast. Uh, we don't read your names, just your gender if it relates to the question. Uh, we sitting up straight today. We in we in little different chairs. Recognize that sound? Nah. <laughs> we in some different chairs today. But um, I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure I'm not too loud. But um, thank you to all the listeners again. We appreciate y'all, man. Let me do a podcast rundown. I'm gonna let Brandon go. At what's trending this week? He went first last week, but he'll go first again this week. Um, I'll go after him and what's trending. Got something for Would You Rather? I have a shout out for the shout out segment. Um, we have an RIP to give out. Um, an actor from a movie that we've talked about a lot on this podcast. Uh, the music segment be after that, and then we will close. And we got like three things for sports that we'll close with. Um, the longest segment will probably be what's trending, and after that will probably be the music of the two longest segments that we have today, guys. But we appreciate you guys again as always. I'm gonna give the floor to Brandon so we can get right into it for what's trending. And uh, it's all yours, sir. What is trending this week in your in your uh, in your sick mind? First article I have here is from out in Ohio. We talked about uh, well, I guess rele- relevance to this case. Uh, arrest was was made uh, in a rape trial or, or a rape allegation of an Ohio girl that led to an Indiana abortion. So we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Well, maybe I think it was about two weeks ago. Um, there was a a doctor who performed an abortion for a ten year old girl who was who was raped. So they arrested the man that was in uh, that was responsible for that. So the man uh, whose arrest further confirmed the existence of a ten year old girl, Columbus girl, who traveled across state lines to seek an abortion, has now have been di- indicted for allegedly raping and impregnating her. He's been charged with impregnating a 10-year-old Ohio girl. Uh, and this was, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, it was, it was in wake of the overturning of Roe versus Wade. His name is Garrison Fuentes. He's 27. Who's, uh, his last known address was an apartment in Columbus, Northwest Side. He was arrested on last Tuesday after police say he confessed to raping the child on at least two occasions. He then, he's since been charged with rape and a felony in first degree in Ohio. So, at least they caught him. That's fucked up, bro. Damn, that's fucked I'm lost for words. That's really fucked I hate how this nigga always starts the podcast with that shit. <laughs> like, this, I hate this, this I nigga. Just want, I want to start off with this. <laughs> like, I don't want to progressively get worse. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I guess. Damn, that's the, I, I, I didn't even know what to say. That shit's fucked up. That shit is really fucked up. At first, I didn't remember talking about it, but when you said his name, then I remembered. When Did you, you remember off his name? I don't even remember if I said his name. Well, maybe we didn't, but because I, I don't remember any of this at all. But, uh, but we talked about the rape because she performed the abortion, even after Roe versus Wade was overturned in her state. She still performed the abortion in Ohio. Yeah. So because the 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 ten year old girl who cro- who crossed uh, state lines, she crossed in order to get the abortion. Yeah. So. And she performed it under, you know, pretty much like just under that, under that, uh, even after it was uh, overturned. 
And he's held, he's, um, has he faced trial yet? No, not he yet. Just, no. He just got arrested. He just got arrested, yeah. Uh, next article I have here is from a, a multi-agency, multi-agency drug bust that happened out in here in Atlanta. Um, a traffic stop turned into a multi-agency drug investigation. It involved uh, federal and local agencies. Uh, so it happened out in Forsyth County. A deputy pulled over a car on 400 for or Georgia Highway 400 for suspicion of DUI. Dang. An investigator, investigator said they found 70 pounds of methamphetamines in the trunk. And then the driver and his uh, passenger were arrested. So Brian Vasquez, 28, of Roswell, and Romero Vega, 20, 20, of Gainesville, were both charged with trafficking cocaine and methamphetamines. They also were charged with possession of uh, mushrooms and a firearm during a commission of a felony. What's their name? Maria Romero Vega and Brian Vasquez. Bro. Nah, I'm joking. I don't know this guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you them cops had fucking fun with that coke of that bad boy. It's a ticket. It's not even, that's not even worse. Okay, those niggas not done. They traced it back, them back to a, a Johns Creek. Um, Damn, this is all around the corner. Yeah, Johns Creek, and they lost an, launched an investigation that led them to a warehouse in Alpharetta where they seized a number of drugs, including fentanyl and heroin. Ooh, damn. Damn, and then the investigation also led them to a house in L.J. where they <laughs> uncovered a meth lab. So. That's some crazy what shit. What you think they did with all that? They took it to the evidence room? Yeah, I got pictures of this shit too in here. How long do you think it's going to stay in the evidence room before uh, Johnny Law comes and get it? Like, on American Gangster. Yeah, Johnny Law going to come get it and redistribute it. That's <laughs> <laughs> what sort I'm of saying. Like, Free and get it cut. <laughs> you didn't hear that from us, though, guys. We know nothing. We don't know anything that's going on on your. Last article I got here. Um, we see. I've seen this uh, circulating around social media. Um. It happened out in New York. A preacher and wife was robbed of a, a million dollars in oh, jewelry during a sermon. I saw that shit. The preacher, known for his close friendship with New York City Mayor, uh, was robbed of more than a million dollars worth of jewelry on Sunday by armed bandits who crashed into his Brooklyn church. Just as he was sermonizing about keeping faith in face of great habit- <laughs> Did <laughs> adversity. Did you see the video? You didn't see the video? Yeah, they, they came in on a nigga in the middle of the sermon for real, bro. Yeah. Uh, so his name is Bishop Lam- uh, Lamore Miller Whitehead. He embraces his flashy lifestyle and often can be seen driving around the Big Apple in his Rolls Royce while delivering a sermon uh, at his Leaders of Tomorrow International Ministries when police say three robbers walked in. They showed guns and demanded property from uh, the preacher and his wife. Mm-hmm. The service was also being live streamed online. Damn, you got, yeah. right, you got robbed on live? Yeah, bro. That's just X. So, really but I saw that a report came out that he's supposedly been stealing money from the church. That's what I saw too. Yeah, that's what I saw. So before too, y'all so. feel bad for this gentleman, all my black brothers and sisters out there, um, he <laughs> he fucking yes, he supposedly is stealing money from the church. That's why he's riding around the Rolls Royce and shit like that. Which yeah, I mean, this supposedly is he was uh he was pending an investigation from a lawsuit from one of the churchgoers who just got out of surgery and they were donating. I guess they were recovering from the surgery and they had an accumulation, I think it's sub 100K. Yeah. And he took that money. He just, they never saw that money again. And I shouldn't say that it's common. It does happen. It shouldn't be. It is actually common, but it shouldn't be common. That I think, I think that is a thing that a lot of preachers are taking money from their churches. But yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, it, it definitely not as flashy about it as he is, but 
Yeah, this nigga riding around in Rolls Royce. What? <sighs> Rolls Royce. Pulling up to the church. I'll come to pastor. Have a nice car. <laughs> let me grab my. Let me grab my Bible. That's uh, out of my Gucci bag. Hey, go get my Bible. It's in that Gucci bag over there. Why do people do this like stuff so black? That's I don't know, man. I don't want to say that's his karma, but I don't even know if it's true that he it was. So it was found that he stole the money for real. For he's but you never it. know because if you think about it, people can orchestrate this kind of shit. I'm not saying he did. Yeah. I'm just saying that if they take out like loan, not loans, but like insurance on valuables or something that they claim as they try to make it seem legit. And yeah, they over here steal the money. Yeah. So they have. When was the last time you um put money in the pot that went around the church? I don't know, bro. I haven't been to church to to be honest. I ain't been to church in a while. So, hey, man. So you're a sinner. No, I haven't been to church in a long time. sinners. No. So you're not a man up there, isn't? Apparently, he's a he's a us humans. You consider God human? No, I'm talking about him. Oh him. (laughs) Oh, not God. Especially him. He says that he's not. He says he's a good boy. He says he's not. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. That's all you got. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I want to do. Uh, I have rumors about Grand Theft Auto Six that I saw in multiple places. Um, apparently, they will. Um, this Grand Theft Auto will feature a play a playable female character for the first time. So you can finally be the girl that you always wanted to be in Grand Theft Auto, man. Uh, I don't know. You, you know how they should do it. They should let you pick who you want to be. You know how, like, fucking in number five, you had to be Franklin, then you turned out to be, then you was the white guy, then you was somebody else? Yeah. They should let you pick who you want to be. Like how Saints Row would. Or, or they let you pick, uh, create a character like Saints Row was. That no, was hard. Saints Row was whack. But they let you, that was the best thing that you could pick, you can create your own character. You can make the nigga Asian, black, white, whatever you want, fucking purple. That's true. They made it do something like that. If you're able to create your own female, I'm pretty sure. It doesn't say you can create it, it just says it will feature the first playable female character. Oh. So it might just be just. Some white girl with big titties. I'm pretty sure she'll have big titties. She probably look like that. You think she's gonna be getting down in the game? Yeah, she probably is. It's probably gonna be a mission where you get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and it says they will add multiple cities to play in via updates. That's uh, cool. According to IGN, Grand Theft Auto 6 reportedly feature a female playable character in its campaign for the first time ever. Rockstar apparently plans to launch the game with a single city, but add more locations over time through updates. You know what? I'm going to go as far as say this. I think this game is going to be trash. <laughs> For real? I, I really think it's going to be trash, bro. Just because they couldn't get this shit all together. They couldn't get it all together in a time frame. They had to go back to draw more. Yeah. They had to do it as how many times? Well, that I be, think it's gonna be trash. That should be a more reason for it to not be trash. I understand, but it just it shows like the disarray and disorganization. <laughs> oh no, I hope I hope not. And you think about some, some a company called you know from Rock like Rockstar. We talking about you've done this multiple times before. Yeah, I don't know why it's getting this hard to do this shit now. That's a good point. I mean, running out of ideas. Number five came out in 2013. It's been almost 10 years. It'll probably be 10, because I, I saw a report saying that it's probably not going to be released until 2023, 2024. So it's going to take them 10 years to put out this new game. It's a lot of rendering, man. It's a lot that goes into doing to all that. make a city and all that and shit. And then we're talking about it has to be the graphics and for the you know PlayStation 5 and PlayStation fucking um, which Xbox. One, which one you got? Four? Yeah. Oh, okay. should probably step it up. If I had to get a console, I'd probably just get PC. For, for Grand Theft Auto? Would for you, all games. Are you going to buy it? Well, PC, you'd have, to build, you'd have to build it. Yeah, I'd buy it. 
Yeah, I'd buy it. I think it's gonna. I think I think it'll be good. If it's in Miami and I can go to my dad's house, it'll be good. If I can go to Boynton and shit, I think it'll be good. Like if I can like be this female and bend the block and shit like that, and go to the Hester Center, and go to Rainbow City. So that wouldn't be hard if I can go in my city. That wouldn't be hard. If you was in New York and you saw your old house, you'd be like, oh, this is the best game ever. So you wouldn't say that. Nah, I'll start having flashbacks. It's <laughs> up getting jumped and fucking getting your ass off. What, what other story you told on here? Fucking Did I tell Santa, I told a story Waiting for that? Santa Claus to come from the chimney. I'm telling you, man. I was watching I flashbacks going to come back. Uh, Rick and Morty season six is oh. coming September fourth. Ryan sent me that bullshit. <laughs> September fourth, guys. I had to watch all the season five. I was like, yeah, this is ridiculous. They fucking ran out of ideas. I fucking I was. Well, bad. we knew it was gonna happen though, bro. Family Guy took like fucking ten seasons for them niggas to get trash. And honestly, Family Guy's still not trash. The new Family Guys are not bad. It's just I don't know. Maybe they need to hit up Seth. Who's the creators of Rick and Morty? Seth MacFarlane has no involvement in Rick and Morty, right? I don't think he no, does. I don't think he does. Uh, Need to hit set, though. Family Guy has a lot of fucked up jokes. The more and more I be watching shit, I be like, bro, this is really fucked up that we was laughing at this shit. That bro. is true. It's like some of the racist shit that they was doing. Oh, that should be funny. <laughs> that shit is fucked up. Uh, Sprite will no longer be sold in green bottles. Sprite is retiring as green plastic bottles after more than 60 years. Uh, they're transitioning from green to clear plastic to increase the material's likelihood of being remade into a new beverage bottles. Uh, I'm not a huge... You know what Sprite is? Actually pretty good. Sprite be good, man. I don't Where's willingly... Sprite? McDonald's. I don't no. willingly be... What? I was going to say, what ranking is Sprite on the soda chart? What's number one? Coke? I'll take Coke's number one. Coke is number one, yeah. So what's number two? Dr. Pepper? Yeah. It's Coke and Dr. Pepper. A Fanta be good. Orange Fanta be good. I had an argument with niggas at work. They was like, bro, I'm not drinking no Dr. Pepper, bro. They said they'll drink a um a diet soda before they drink a Dr. Pepper. I'm like, y'all. Who said that? Some niggas at Get the fuck out of here. If y'all have never had Dr. Pepper, y'all see. I think Dion said that shit too. He said, he said, no, he said he'll take a Pepsi for a Dr. Pepper. That's what he said. I wouldn't, though. I would take a Dr. Pepper for a Pepsi. <clears throat> to be honest, like, Pepsi is literally probably the, le- the least of all the soda that I drink. I drink more Fanta than I drink Pepsi. Yeah, I, I don't remember the last time I Which is that. crazy when you think about it because we're supposed to regard Pepsi on the same level as Coke. Yeah, but their know. brand awareness is so yeah, good. Yeah, I don't, I don't grab Pepsi like that. Sprite, yeah. Sprite might be number... Sprite might be number two behind Coke, to me, honestly. Sprite might be number two. It might be Sprite, Coke, and then Dr. Pepsi. Yeah, you know what? It'll be... It, it's Coke for me, Sprite, and then Orange Fanta. I think the strawberry fan is better than the orange. Nah, I like the orange fan too. That strawberry one will be busting, bro. And then it's high C. But that's not carbonated, so. Yeah. Um, what else do I have here? Oh, I went to see Nope over the weekend. Oh, I was going to ask you. Yeah, I went to see that uh, movie over the weekend, guys. This is um, Jordan Peele's third movie that he's directed behind um, Get Out and uh, what's the other one? Us? Yeah. The one that Cliff was afraid of. How many of y'all out there were afraid when you watched Us? Because... I was creeped out. I'm not going to say I was afraid, but I was There's creeped out. There's a pussy ass nigga upstairs that I know that was fucking scared. He was scared? He said he was he scared? He said he was scared. Like, bro, what the fuck were you scared of? What was scary in that movie besides the nigga standing outside waiting with the knives? Okay, that, that's it creepy. Just the, it's just like the expressions that they was making. Especially when they ran up in the house when they was on vacation. Oh, yeah, you know what? That when they ran face. up in that house, bro, I was just like, yo, what the fuck is going on, bro? It's, that, it's her face with them big-ass eyes. It was that girl's face, bro, because she had them big-ass... And then the way she was talking and shit, yeah. But she was the... Fu- oh, that's a spoiler. Never mind. I can't say that because some of y'all might not have never seen it. But, um... Watch it if you do. Yeah, watch us. 
out of all three of the movies, you know what's funny? I've saw I've seen all three of them in the theaters when they came out. But I've only seen Get Out and Us one time. I would actually see this one again. Nope, I would see it again. I think this was the best movie out of all the three movies. Get the fuck out but of here. But it wasn't... I le- I'm going to say this, though. I left feeling like something was missing. Because I still I don't, know how, don't know how to feel about it. But I do think it's the best movie out of all three of the movies, though. But when I left, I was like, bro, something was missing, bro. I'm maybe, like, bro, that maybe was just, he meant for that. It was just a piece missing. Of it, there was a piece missing. Like I had more questions. Like after the movie was over, I was like, bro, what the fuck happened with this, this, and this? But it was, it was a good movie. It was a pretty good movie. No, it was a good movie. It was pretty good. No, no, it was pretty good. I'll give it an eight. Get the fuck out of here. It wasn't like, oh my god, you got to go see this movie. But it, it was good. It was pretty. But good. But I didn't expect you to rate it like that, bro. Yeah, I literally good. thought you were gonna be like, bro, that shit was not good at all. No, she was pretty good, bro. Bro, okay, well, then it there was a couple. That means scenes. I gotta go and I'll, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll give it a watch. You know, like when you go to the movies and there's like a scene where you be like, oh shit. Like, there was a couple scenes I was thinking, like, damn, if that happened to me, I'd be, I would be pretty scared. Like, there was a couple scenes in there, like, that was like, damn, that's, that's actually a pretty scary situation to be in. Like, there was like two scenes that was like, oh shit. And I don't think there was any scenes like that in Get Out or Us. Well, yeah, in Us, there was. Because I, I wouldn't want to be attacked by a twin in Us, but. Oh, I had a fucking... I had something about the movie, though. I'm speaking, sitting here talking about it. That Jake oh, it earned a, Huh? Oh, no. It earned $44 million over uh, last weekend. Um, it topped the North American charts in its first weekend in theaters. Um, it didn't come close to the $71 million debut of Us. Well, it is crazy because this is a better movie than Us to me. But I think it was the hype of Us after Get Out. What's the order? This movie, probably, Us, then it's probably Get, Get Out? Us, and then this one. What? But this one, yeah. It, I mean, they, they just counting from the opening order? weekend. What? What's the order? Oh, that they came out? No. What's the? What's your ranking? Oh, oh. Um, get nope. out. Us and this. Nope. Us and then get out. I didn't like get out that much. I think he got better each movie. In my opinion. Shout out, man. Shout out to to, to Jordan Peele, man. Yeah, cause he's to start from Key and Peele. I don't even know if no. I don't know if that's where he started, but I, that's where I know him from. Key and Peele, like. To start from that, in my eyes, and then go to directing and filmmaking and producing and shit like that to where he is now. This this was a pretty good movie. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty good. I liked it. I mean, I think it was more so because I was putting myself in the position of the characters and shit that they was going through. Kiki Palmer did her thing, too. I haven't seen her in a movie in years, but she did her thing. She did pretty good. I feel like some there was certain moments where she was a little extra, but overall, she did pretty good. And, you know, Daniel, he did his thing, too. Ain't no, creep, ain't no creepy shit like that in there, like that, right? Oh, no, it's some creepy shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, there were certain scenes where I was like, damn, if that, it's not creepy, but it's just like, damn, if that happened to me, that would be really fucked up. I'm not going to lie to you, because there are certain parts, like I said, I wasn't afraid of it, like, like you saying that Cliff was, but oh, no, it was like, it was creepy parts of us. Definitely more than Get Out. Especially when she was in that, and when she was in a mansion. <laughs> I don't remember that part. I have to see that one again. I don't remember that movie like that. I want. I need to go see Top Gun too. I should. I need to go see that because I heard Top Gun was pretty good. But yeah, uh, nope. Uh, all in all, the article I had was that they earned forty-four million dollars over the weekend. So shout out to uh, Jordan Peele. Shout out to Daniel um, Kaluuya. I don't know how to say his name. Shout out to Kiki Palmer. Shout out to everyone involved in the movie. He's still on mute, nigga, this guy. <laughs> I was like, why is this shit going along? Damn. But yeah. Um, what else do we have? Your boy, Elon. Uh, I don't know if this is a rumor or not, but I haven't seen his friends say anything yet. But there was a rumor going around. What did we talk about last time? Oh, his, his nasty-ass stepdaddy? Or his daddy? Isn't that what we talked about last time? Well, his friend. Time? We talked about his, um, his 
No, the last episode. Talk about the, Google, him fucking the, the. No, no, nigga, the last episode we talked about that just happened. We oh, his his father. Yeah, his father fucking with his the, stepdaughter. Yeah. Elon is um, his family's they they a little weird, man. If this is true too, but apparently there's a rumor coming out that was saying that uh, Elon Musk allegedly had sex. Is that the proper is it? Wait, because it says banged on here. I don't want to say that's disrespectful. It says Elon Musk allegedly has sex with Google co-founder Sergey Brin's wife, leading to the couple's divorce filing. The two are apparently no longer friends. I thought we talked about that. No, we haven't talked about this. This just happened. This shit just happened. We haven't yeah, it came that. out. like it's, That was the reason for their divorce. He confirmed it. Yeah, but we haven't talked about it on here yet. This, I thought this we did. I thought out. that's what we talked about last week. No. Oh. Um. She doesn't look bad. She looks all right. What's her name? Um, I don't see her name. But okay, let me see. The divorce filing in Santa Clara County Superior Court cites irreconcilable differences as mediation continues. Uh, who who is Shanahan? Is that her or him? It says they're seeking one billion dollars, far more. Oh yeah, that's her. Far more than she is entitled under her prenuptial agreement. How are you gonna sign a prenup and then want a billion fucking dollars? You see the shit y'all women do. How are you gonna say? You know what? I'm going to come in with what I had. You come in with what you had. <laughs> but then when a divorce happens, you want a billion dollars. And supposedly you fucked Elon. You motherfuckers, boy. But her lawyers say she signed a prenuptial agreement under duress while pregnant with their now three-year-old daughter. And that one billion is just a small fraction of his $95 billion fortune. Yeah, that he, he fucking built. Apparently you saw that... Uh, I didn't see that article, but you... No, I did see that. That he said that he uh, he pulled his, his investment he out from, te- from Tesla. Tesla and yeah. some some other various... Uh, um, like I, I think it was Neuralink, too. I think some other... Uh, it's, it's Tesla, mainly. Um, some other Elon-sponsored oh, uh, stuff. I gotta write down that shit just happened. Um, apparently, Elon... Well, he, not apparently. He replied to this on Twitter. He replied to an article talking about this on Twitter. Yeah. And he said, This is total bullshit. Sergi and I are friends, and we were at a party together last night. I've only seen Nicole, the lady, twice in three years. Both times with many other people around. Nothing romantic. I haven't seen the guy Sergi say anything yet. So I don't know if Elon's just talking. But it's just like, why would you talk out your ass like that if that wasn't, if he weren't telling the truth? I don't think that he would tweet this if he wasn't telling the truth. That's just me. If he really ain't shit, then that's a different story. But Or... He just got down like that. <laughs> what you mean? He Second fucked. time. Nah, bro. Are nah. you Elon? All right, the pass him up there. <laughs> Unless you just getting down like that. No, bro. No. Hey, man. But they are getting a divorce for sure. Yeah, they. they it, it was finalized. <sighs> Elon fucked her. He smashed. Have y'all seen that picture of Elon on that boat? How he's built. Oh, that money, boy. That money. It don't matter what you look somebody like. It don't matter said, what you shape like. Somebody say he built like a deep breath. <laughs> yeah. That shit was funny. It don't matter what but you I mean, look hey, like. Man. Nigga, I see the fucking picture somebody drew. And it was that weird shaped body of his. But they show inside that he got like a big, the normal size head. But he got a little ass body. <laughs> He's like a robot. Stupid, bro. I see somebody draw that shit. That's stupid. That's and it's like a little midget. Too. Then they say, that's really Elon. He's a robot. That's how he's so smart. Elon, if he fucked her, that's fucked up. Because if you really close friends with this dude and this is true, you ain't shit for that, bro. 
Because there was another article that I, I, saw, I saw supposedly that Elon had dropped his knees and begged for forgiveness to uh, to to the guy to um whose wife cheated. So so maybe this is just that tweet was just a um for the public eye. I don't know, man. It's all speculation, man. If you had if you had to guess yes or no if you really did it or not, what would you say? I'd say yes. I would say not that he did it, but that she facilitated it. But he still did it. That's his homie. I guess, yeah, that's true. That's just like if you go to your homie and be like, bro, why you fuck my wife, bro? Nah, bro, she came on to me, nigga. <laughs> You'll fucking beat that nigga ass if this nigga says some shit like that. But anyways, uh, we only got a couple more things here for what's trending. Uh, there was a report coming out that's, that was saying a number of prisons in Texas do not have air conditioning. Temperatures have reportedly reached 110 to 140 degrees in some of the units. Uh, according to CNN, a new report released this month found temperatures inside some Texas prisons units have been shown to regularly reach 110 degrees and in at least one unit topped 149 degrees in a prison unit. The findings were informed by surveys from 309 incarcerated individuals across the state collected between June 2018 and June 20, I'm sorry, in 2020, according to a release from Texas A&M University. Um, they're saying they're... 100 units, 31 have full AC, 55 have partial AC, and 14 have no AC. Quote, we take numerous precautions to lessen the effects of hot temperatures for those incarcerated within our facilities. Um, do you feel bad for niggas that are in 110 degree, 140 degree units in prison? I mean, yeah, I, I do, but like, I mean, there's a simple solution. Don't, Don't go to jail. Prison. Yeah, because... Yeah, if you put yourself in a position to be locked up in prison, you're putting yourself in a position to be under some harsh, fucked up conditions. Getting fucked in the ass. <laughs> fucking AC not working, 149 degree units. Getting shanked. So, like, you're you're putting yourself in that position for something to happen the to you. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? But I feel for the niggas that are in prison wrongfully and have to go through shit like this. I, yeah, I feel for them because we're talking, what, 140 degrees? That's I don't even that know what that would feel shit. like. Like, how does that even feel? I don't want to know how that Like feels. you're on the sun. The sun is hotter than that, but it's like, that nigga, that's hot. And I hate sleeping when it's hot, so I Jesus hate that Christ. Shit too. I hate that. I hate that shit too. Um, anybody that's going through that out in Texas that's wrongfully in prison, that's, that's kind of fucked up. But like I said, if you put yourself in a position to be in prison, it's kind of on you, buddy. Um, that's all we got for that. I only have... Damn, I actually got like four more things. Um... There's a report coming out of North Carolina. Um, a black woman was hired as a town manager. Does it say what city is in? Um, no, it doesn't say the specific city. Oh, it, it does. Kinley, North Carolina. Her name is Justice. I'm sorry, Justine Jones. Shout out to Justine Jones. She was hired as the town manager in Kinley, North Carolina. And guess what? The police force quit. I read it. After she was named the town manager, according to Yahoo, on July 20th, mass resignation of Kinley's police force, four full-time officers and two town clerks, who were all white, came less than two months after the town hired a new town manager who was black. Justine, who has worked for six, who has worked for 16 years in the local governments in Minnesota, Virginia, South Carolina, and North Carolina, damn, she done put some time into some states, boy. She was selected to be the town manager after a nationwide search of 30 candidates. I want to say shout out to Justine, uh, Miss Jones. I should call you Miss Jones. Not by your first name. That's disrespectful. But um, <clears throat> I want to say shout out to you. Just keep doing what you're doing, man. Fuck anybody that's hating. I mean, they just going to hire some new police officers. It's kind of fucked up. 
because now the town has a fucking a gap in their police in their police force. But it's like, fuck it, let them niggas let them niggas be mad. I read that. I think uh, the person that the media outlet that originally uh, put this is they, which was CNN. They amended the article and said that it was not race related, but citing that the previous uh, person in her position was uh, was African American, right? Oh, okay. But he was arrested for sex- sexual battery, and he was protected by their police chief who resigned. Mm. But they're saying that it's not race related. So, so that's why I, I, me personally, I held off on doing the the, art, the article because I'm like, okay, well, half is saying it's it's, it's race related, and they amended that, and they said in specifically that the the town said it's not race related. We were being overworked. The police force said that that we were being overworked because it's only a town of X amount of people, and there's only eight people technically on the it, force. Is it a man or a woman? The the previous the previous town manager. Uh, I think it was a man for sexual. He was arrested for sexual battery. Could it be because she's a woman and black? Could be that, but there. I guess what was coming to the point. Um, they were specifying, as in the people who resigned, mm-hmm. that they were being overworked and undervalued, and there was only you know, and they were there's too much expected of them by her, All right. in that position. But I don't really know. If don't really an, know I don't really know if there's a way to tell. Because, it's just weird that all this kind of happened, <laughs> right? The way that it happened, pretty yeah. much. Okay, but yeah. I see. Uh-huh. Well, still shout out to Miss Jones put in yeah. 16 years of work in her local governments, and you yeah. know, she's her town and town manager now in North Carolina. Hopefully, she continues to do uh, good work, and um, <clears throat> hopefully, we'll find out more about this. Hopefully, um, we'll see what happens. But that's kind of kind of kind of just so really weird that it says four full time officers and two town clerks who are all yeah. white. That's weird, but I don't know. I've never heard of Kinley, North Carolina before. Have you been to North Carolina? <clears throat> yeah, 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 I remember that. You're going to go there soon, aren't you? Yeah. Hmm. Got some drug-related business? <laughs> <laughs> a California man is cured of HIV and leukemia after dangerous stem cell treatment. <clears throat> a Los Angeles man known as the City of Hope patient, who... I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do that. It's fucked up. Maybe He may be the fifth person to be cured of HIV. The unnamed man is in long-term remission after receiving rare stem cell transplant only for patients who are battling both HIV and leukemia. The 66-year-old man was given a bone marrow transplant to treat his leukemia from a donor who was naturally resistant to HIV. Since his surgery in 2019, the man has not shown any evidence of HIV replication in his body. He has now been off HIV medication for 17 months and his cancer has disappeared. He is the oldest patient, one of four so far, believed to be cured in this way. He said, quote, when I was diagnosed with HIV in 1988, like many others, I thought it was a death sentence. Um, quote, I never thought I would live to see the day I no longer have HIV. That is really dope, bro. City of Hope made that possible, and I am beyond grateful. That's really dope, bro. That is dope. That is some really dope shit, too. Because I know in 1988, that's a long time. A lot of people uh, praise stem cell research, so they're going to do great things. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really risky, though, isn't it? Like, risky and dangerous to do that shit? Uh, it's just unproven, per se. It's like it's not enough human subjects, I think, to to kind of do it, and it's so it's such a it's not I'm not gonna say new, but I'm saying it's it's such a a different venture when it comes to doing this on like um human subjects, I think, 
and we're, we're talking about a disease like HIV and they do it for I think they do testing for cancer for cancer subjects as well yeah for for y'all that don't really understand like cancer is meant to divide continually and take over your body and kill your your, your yes. good cells yeah. so the stem cells are pretty much doing the opposite of that it's meant to normalize it and produce more and more cells in the body and healthy tissue and produce more you know healthy cells in the body so the cells are essentially being killed so how do motherfuckers figure out how to do that think about this right now how do you figure out how to do a brain transplant a heart transplant like how do you like mentally figure that out successfully you know what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this as a human after after going to school for so long this i don't think the smartest people are at now yeah the advances are cool right now like what we do but the people that are the most intelligent are the people that develop this shit from nothing we're talking about the invention of electricity like harnessing that we're talking about first surgeries and, and, and operations and all that kind of stuff all of that knowledge was built on their previous knowledge and their their knowledge was built on nothing it was built on yeah. all just studying and looking at subjects and all that successful stuff. So, they're technically the most, you know, the most intelligent, in my opinion, people. I was just thinking, imagine surgery before anesthesia. Oh my goodness gracious! For what? Before anesthesia, imagine surgery yeah. before that. Just yeah, we're talking about pulling teeth and stuff like that. They probably knock them out. And be like, oh, Tom, you know, your surgery. Wow. <laughs> BBLs before anesthesia. What is a BBL again? It's like a it's like a butt, a Brazilian butt lift. That's what it stands for. Yeah. Or it could be big booty lift, whatever you want it to be. Whatever Brandon wants. We gonna name this episode BBO. <laughs> hey, this gonna be a picture of Joe Biden because he got COVID again. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's fucked Joe up. Joe Byron. That's fucked up. Um Alright guys, we talked about this next thing a while ago. The Joe Budden podcast breakup. Talking about this uh, over a year ago. Breakup? Um, what does that mean? The Joe Budden oh, podcast. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Him, Rory, and Maul. We talked about yeah, this yeah, years yeah. ago. Joe Budden doesn't do his podcast with his original host that he did it for years with. Um, we talked about it. it. Joe was supposedly stealing money from them. Maul and Rory wanted to see the fucking money that the podcast was making because they have a percentage based contract. Joe didn't want to show them the numbers. Whole bunch of bullshit happened. They're not together no more. They ain't doing a podcast no more. Rory and Maul have their own podcast. Joe Budden, on a recent episode of his podcast, um, actually sent some shots to Maul. I'm going to play it here. And backstory behind this, um, you know Division, right? No. This uh, group. It's one guy singing. I think the other guy produces the music, but they're mm-hmm. called Division. My girl likes it. She listens to them. Um, they put out a video for, I think, one of their new songs, and Maul is in the video. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of... What? He's just in the video, like, on some background shit, I guess. Sing? He's in the video, like... Sing? No, he's not singing. He's just in the video. I haven't seen the video. What, are you getting a surf portal? But, <laughs> but Joe Budden is a big fan of Division and their music. Uh, this is what he said about the video and Maul. Mad problems here. Mad problems here. And Division is my man. And I do think that he deserves the congratulations he brought back video girls and video guys <laughs> wow 
The other two co-hosts have just got their hands in their face. The niggas that replaced Rory and Maul. They not saying out the parts laughed. Because he knows that he's talking about Maul. Yeah, because he's going to play the rest. Do when a breakup is bad, go pick Hold on, hold on. It's the first thing you do when a breakup is bad. Go pick up some clown nigga to support you through it. <laughs> what up, nigga? Say something. <laughs> now, back to this record. <laughs> that was all directed towards Maul. Who, who he like was friends me, with, bro. huh? Sound like a hater to me. Who he was friends with for a very, very long time before they started the podcast and a little bit. Well, I couldn't say after because Maul. I, th- I think I saw an interview. Maul said that Joe can't hit his line no more. He was like, I don't talk to that nigga no more. He knows that he has no more access to me anymore. And them niggas have known each other for years. So just seeing that clip is just like, and then. I used to watch their podcast a lot, so and listen to it when I used to work on the road and shit. I used to listen to that shit all the time, so it's just like to see where they're at now. It's just like, bro, that shit is really sad. Like, if you know how long them niggas knew each other and some of the stories that they told or shit that they've been through, it's just like that shit is really sad. Ma, he just tweeted the little emoji with the sunglasses, the little yellow face with the sunglasses. That was his response, pretty much saying that he's chilling. Sound like a hater to me, bro. You talking about division? Your your favorite one of your favorite groups, and then you just. Throw shots at Maul for what reason, bro? It just sound like a hater, bro. And all that shit that he did to Maul and Rory, bro, it just don't that make don't any make sense. sense. It don't make any sense, bro. It does not. To be honest sense. with you, Joe is right. A real shiesty dude, bro. You're a real shiesty. If I were to ever meet him in, in his face, I'll tell him that, to be honest with you. I'll keep it a buck with you. I'll tell him that because, Joe, you threw away a friendship with two dudes that you came up with mm-hmm. over some bread that all you had to do was split, split, uh, you know, split equally because y'all bo- they helped you get to the level that you was because if it wasn't for them, you would be irrelevant. Because at the slaughterhouse and everything, like no one's checking for you, yeah. and even even then, nobody's checking for you, bro. Like to be honest, I think since I mean, slaughterhouse, think about that. How long ago that was? I think Maul said that when they started the podcast tour and Joe saw the line, yeah. he said, "Oh, I got them niggas around the block." Like pretty much saying that he did that. And Maul was true. like, nah, nigga, we did that shit. We got these exactly. niggas around the block, yeah. And to be honest with you, Joe, you just you just real... Of course, I don't know if he had ever seen this or anything like that, but I honestly could say that he, I feel that's like he's up. one of the most shicey people like in the business. Yeah, that's fucked up, bro. Because you don't do that to your boys. Yeah, that's, that's really fucked up. And I know the Maul people you probably grew laughed. with, you know? Yeah, Maul probably laughed. And it's fucked up because Roy and Maul's podcast, I don't listen to it because it's, I know it's not the same. And Joe's podcast is probably not the same since they left. So it's kind of like fucked up. Shout out to Roy and Maul because I'm glad they're doing their own thing. But it's yeah. just like without Joe and Parks with them. Like that whole dynamic that the four yeah. of them had. Yeah, yeah was... pretty much just fucked up the whole dynamic. Yeah. Joe, you know, you just fucked up the whole dynamic. You could have just keep, you could have, you know, kept on getting money together. But you mm-hmm. really wanted to get. And it seems like a repetitive Action for self-destruction for Joe. Yeah, he's always doing this type of stuff. From me outside looking in, I don't need to put my you know in business that I don't really know. Like from only outside looking in type of type of deal. But that's just what it seemed like, and a lot of what people give into that situation when I've seen in the media. So somebody Maul said that somebody told him that before he got on the podcast with Joe. Somebody told him they be careful with that nigga, bro, because everything he touches, he destroys. And Maul said, nah, he wouldn't do me dirty. He's, this, these were his words. He said, nah, that nigga wouldn't do me dirty. He wouldn't do me like that. But that's what happened, man. That shit's really sad, man. It's just fucked up. <laughs> uh, we only got two more things for what's trending. Um, there is a guy on Facebook 
who has gone viral. His name is Solomon Booty. No, Solomon Bucci. I'm just joking. It's Solomon Bucci. <laughs> he has gone viral for his Facebook post about his fiance. I'm going to read it here. I think this the picture he posted. Oh, no. I'll put it in the video. So you got to write it down when I'm, uh, when I'm done. Um, but this is what he said. Quote, you're not the most beautiful woman. Neither are you the most intelligent woman. But like I've chosen to never find perfection in anyone else. I put my gaze on you in that commitment. And with that commitment, we would mold ourselves for ourselves. Our perfection is in our commitment. Stating that you're not the most beautiful slash intelligent might sound like it's not a compliment. Yeah, but it's a realistic base for real love. Acknowledging that my woman isn't the best, but I'm not looking for the best. I wasn't looking for you and I found you. There's no best, there's just someone you choose and see the best in them. This to me is the real love, not the one that consoles itself in the false reality that their partner is the most good looking, most intelligent, most successful person in the world. Um, that doesn't give room for love to thrive. I love you, he put her name, I'm committed to you. I miss you so much, but my love for you is stronger than distance. Anything wrong with it? Cause women are mad. As they always are. They probably mad at you. You ain't even do nothing. <laughs> Women are probably mad at you right now and you haven't done anything. Quote, again, you're not the most beautiful woman, neither are you the most intelligent. You know what? They're interpreting it as backhanded. Yeah. You know what? That's I why. this this was my first time reading this. I screenshotted it because I saw the comments, everybody saying that. That was my first time reading it. Okay. The more I read, the more that I read, the, uh, like the second paragraph, like the more that I re kept reading it, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Like the more, yeah, the that more said, that I keep reading it, yeah. I the first sentence is why I definitely don't. I definitely don't think he probably he probably definitely should have worded it some type of way. Yeah. But he knows his girl and how she is and how she'll take stuff. So he probably felt like you know. <laughs> that first he doesn't really why. need to. At the end of the day, he don't really need to give a fuck about what any y'all women think, but his women, but his woman. Would you say that about your woman? You're not the most beautiful woman. Neither are you. The most I wouldn't beautiful. say that to her because I, in my opinion, I believe she's the most beautiful to me. Aw, you fucking bitch. <laughs> and to be honest, you know, so. Oh man. Uh, but I mean, I would feel like he knows her to the level that he could just say that kind of stuff, and that she, she. I doubt I doubt he would go out his way to make her feel uncomfortable, but and I, but I interpret it as the other women are saying it's very backhanded. You know, but they don't really have a right to be upset because it's not it's not it has nothing to do with any. It has nothing to do with them. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, just saying that to your girl. Yeah, you're not the most beautiful. You're not the most smart. You're not the smartest woman in the world. But I love you. That's not is that wrong? That's not really wrong to say. No, because. Well, I I wouldn't say Being that honest? just because I I feel like it would hurt her feelings. Yeah, it would hurt her feelings, and I'm I'm not gonna go out of my way because I know my girl, you know, and I'm not gonna say that that kind of stuff is gonna yeah, be. Yeah, because you, you know, know y'all gonna have to deal with that. Oh, I see that bitch you liking on social on uh, Instagram. Yeah. yeah, because I'm not the most beautiful woman in the world, like you told me, you bitch. I like me personally, if I feel like I said that kind of stuff, it would crush, you know, crush her. Like it would, it would, you know, it wouldn't be good. So, cause be, not because she's sensitive, but because. She values what I think of her. Of her, you know. So, 
But that's our relationship. That's our relationship. To my guys out there, relationship. Do y'all think that your woman thinks you're the most attractive man in the world? No. So why should they feel any different if we don't think so? Yeah, that's true. Because I know my girl doesn't think I'm the most attractive man in the world. So if I said to her, yeah, because you far from it, boy. (laughs) So if I said that, that she would. So if I said that, it's just like wet nose, motherfucker. (laughs) Could she really? Can't get mad. It's the truth. I don't know. That's a tough one. I want to know what I'm gonna think about this one. Well, apparently they're mad. I want to go to the actual post and read comments, but it's gonna take me too long to get to the fuck. Oh, I think I have it here actually. I do have it. I actually saved it. Screenshot the comments. No, I have it um saved. All right, here we go. Let's go to the comments. Ah, yeah, it's gonna take forever. Uh, somebody said boo tomatoes. <laughs> somebody <laughs> fit the tomato. Ooh, tomato, tomato, tomato. Somebody said my oh, this is joining Lucas. My man said you not cute and you not smart and your pussy trash and I'm pretty much selling for you at this point, but I love you though. <laughs> That's fucked up. Joining Lucas comment is that. He didn't say her pussy was trash. He didn't say that. At the end of the day, this interpretation of other people outside looking in, it it doesn't matter what any of y'all think. Somebody it matters sh- about what she thinks. But then again, he's inviting people into this by posting that kind of stuff. So, like, I don't know why just not just fucking tell her that shit instead of posting it on social media. Somebody said, my why opinion. would you say that, girl? Run. Somebody else said that would have been my sign to leave immediately. Couldn't be me. Nah, because he really could have left the whole first sentence out. Actually, he could have. He could have. He could have. So, actually, he could have not just posted this. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh, people should just stop talking. I want everyone to just be quiet. <laughs> These com- this is it's a lot of fucking comments on this shit. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like the first sentence is wild, but I feel like the more you read it, the more you kind of understand what he's saying. He doesn't seek for perfect perfection, but he he's. You know. Oh, somebody said this is rude, humiliating, and completely unnecessary. You don't rude sound... to you, you know, outside looking in. Rude to if somebody said it to you because you're not in a relationship with that person. Rude to you how you would feel if somebody told you this. But if somebody was ever to that level with you, <laughs> don't you think they'll know better than to, to say that kind of stuff to you if you thought it was rude? So See, they continued. You don't sound deep or intellectual. You sound like a man who should be alone. This woman is gorgeous, and I hope she finds somebody who will tell her so. That's her opinion. That would have been the last time my man saw me if that's how he chose to show me y'all. Posts like this are condescending and hurtful. She deserves so much more. Girl, get out and get you a man who actually appreciates, values, and loves you. How do y'all know that he doesn't, though? Just because he said that. How do y'all know that he doesn't? That's my thing. Outside looking in, like I said, so... I guess, man. This is the last thing we have for what's trending. Um, Will Smith has returned, guys. He gave out his apology. He put out like a five-minute video on his Instagram. Um, I want y'all to know that slap happened in March. March 27th, I believe. July 27th just passed. It's four months. Will Smith apologizes four months later. Um, I'm going to play some of it here of what he said. Is it going to play? Hold on. Why didn't you apologize to Chris in your acceptance speech? Um, I was fogged out by that point. It's, 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 it's all fuzzy. I've reached out to Chris, um, and the, mes- the message that came back is that uh, he's not ready to talk, and when he is, he will reach out. 
Um, so I will, I will say to you, uh, Chris, I apologize to you. Uh, my behavior was unacceptable and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. He also went on to say that he apologized to Chris's mother and his family because he said he knows that. I think he said his Chris Rock's mom said something that, that hurt her to see that. So he apologized to Chris Rock's mom. He apologized to his brother, Tony Rock. He just apologized to um pretty much Chris's friends and um, family. I don't know why he did it four months late. So I guess the shit really is real. I get no apology. <laughs> I guess the situation really is real because I don't know. Because it's been four months. I don't know if it's... If it is fake, because I, I was talking about this with somebody the other day. It's funny, because we just talked about this, like, last week. And then he apologizes now. And then um they were like, I think the whole thing was fake. And I was just like, but why, though? Like, why would they do all that, though? And now for him to apologize four months later makes me believe that it's not fake. Because I feel like it would the apology would have been sooner to me. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like the apology would have been sooner. Yeah, it makes sense. But um somebody said, uh, what about Chris Rock's apology to Jada? I saw somebody said that for his joke that he made that pissed, uh, pissed Will Smith off. Does he deserve? Do you think he des- Jada deserves an apology for what Chris Rock said, even though it was jokes and it was the fucking Oscars, right? Think she? You think she deserves an apology for the alopecia thing? I don't think so. No. No. Oh, because she's a slut. Oh. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah, she was fucking. No, nah, no, because she oh. apparently was comfortable with it when she said, "I'm comfortable with my head," and she oh. put it out there. You know. Oh yeah, she's not a slut, guys. I take that back. You know, That's she it. put it out there that she was comfortable with, you know, how her head is and all that kind of stuff. So, if you say that, but then you're upset here, that's kind of like that makes no sense to me. Will's gonna see this and he's not gonna fuck with me now. Will, I want to say I apologize, and when you're ready to talk, I'll be here. Like he said, because if, if I ever well, when I we when I meet Will Smith, I don't want him to see this one day. Be like, you bitch ass nigga, I should fuck you up. Call my wife a slut. Nigga gonna slap me. I don't know if he gonna slap you, bro. In front of my kids, he's gonna beat your ass, bro. <laughs> so I have to fight Will. If Will try to fight me, I have to fight. Him. I don't know if I win or die, but I have to fight him. I have to try. I fuck with Will Smith though. Actually, that is the next thing we have. Uh, that's really all. I'm not gonna play the rest of his apology because this shit is too long. Um, Look it up. Yeah, look it up if y'all want to see it. But he did. Will Smith did apologize if y'all didn't see that. But the Would You Rather segment, we're going to get into that. Um, that actually does have to do with Will Smith as well. Because I saw a Instagram post. We're out of West Trending, guys, if you haven't realized. We're out of West Trending now. We're in Would You Rather. I saw a Instagram post of Leonardo DiCaprio. And I was looking through... Um, this list of movies that he was in by the years, it was, and it goes in order. Leonardo DiCaprio might be a better actor than Will Smith, and he might have better movies than Will Smith. I'd rec- I'd I'd, say, I'd I'd echo that because you'd echo that because it, it'll be it'll be a miss sometimes. And a lot of Leonardo movies they don't really be misses, bro. I'm they gonna don't start, really be misses. I'm gonna start from 06. This is where this list starts. Blood Diamond. Yeah. The Departed. So you're not even counting Titanic. No, this is from 2006 and on. Okay. Blood Diamond. Yeah. 2006. The Departed. 2006. Revolutionary Road. I haven't seen that. 2008. Shutter Island. I've seen that. 2010. Django. 2012. The Great Gatsby. 2013. <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street. 2013. This nigga has... Not even li- Inception. Inception ain't even on that list. I'm going to go to all his movies right now. 
Leonardo has better movies than Will Smith, guys. And I've never really realized it until I saw that list and I went to his movies. And I was like, you know what, bro? Leonardo has better movies than Will Smith. And I, hold, I, I held, of course, Denzel as the best actor. But I've held Denzel and Will Smith as the best. And this movie list isn't even that long, bro. This list isn't even that long as I thought it was going to be. Titanic, uh, The Beach, Gangs of New York, The Aviator, The Departed. Gangs of New York was a good movie. Blood Diamond, Revolutionary Road, Shutter Island, uh, Inception. They 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 actually skipped over Inception. That was 2010 as well. Um, Great Ga- Great Gatsby and Wolf of Wall Street came out the same fucking year. The Revenant in 2015. Once a time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was. I've never seen The Revenant. Was it good? I've never seen it either. Um, he has a pretty good list of movies. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at his whole list. I don't know, bro. The entire list. I don't know if it matches up to Will Smith, but. He had a little run, though. I will say that. Would who would you take as a better actor, Leo or Will? This is a tough one. Leo or Will Smith? Who do y'all think is a better actor, Leonardo DiCaprio or Will Smith? That's actually a pretty tough one, bro. But just that, looking I, at these, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that, bro. Cause just this list, bro. Like Inception, Django. Because they both Gatsby. get into the roles pretty heavy, man. So and they I both always yelling in the fucking movies. Leonardo be fucking screaming his ass off too, just like Will Smith. What was his best? What was uh, I think we we asked what was Will Smith's best movie on here before. What was Leonardo DiCaprio's best movie? You see, The Wolf of Wall Street or um, fucking Django. I'd agree. I would say Wolf of Wall Street. I'd say that too. I think I'm that might be his best movie. Wolf bro. of Wall Street. The Departed was really good too. Did he get clapped in the part? Yeah, he did a good clap. That nigga shot him in the head in the elevator, and that was an unexpected death when he got killed in the Departed. That shit came out of nowhere. Uh, Django was pretty good. That was unexpected too. How that nigga shot him in Django. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I would pick Wolf of Wall. Great Gatsby was. Oh, I don't know why people don't talk about Great Gatsby like that. That was a really good movie, and that shit was fucked up. How at the end nobody went to that nigga's funeral, bro. That was fucked up. His, the girl, she didn't even show up. You remember that? I didn't watch the Great Gatsby. Sorry, Brandon. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You've been telling me for a while to watch it. I didn't know that. Damn it. Now he's not gonna watch it. I, no, I think I'll still watch it to be honest. Great Gatsby was a really good movie, guys. That was a really good movie. If you haven't seen that, why well, just fucked it all up for you and Brandon? But sorry, guys. But who would y'all take? Will Smith? Count or Monte Cristo was a good movie too. What? Count the fuck is that? You gotta look at it. I've never heard of that. What's Great it called? Fucking movie. What's it called? The Count of Monte Cristo. Who was in that? No, nah, there's a lot of people that aren't really um. Oh no. Famous. Oh okay. Will Smith and Leonardo DiCaprio. That's the would you rather question, guys. I think... I don't know if I can answer that, to be honest with you, bro. I don't think I can answer that. Because I really don't know. Damn, that is a tough one, bro. If I had to pick one, I would say... I can't pick one, so I'll, I'll skip just like you be I think I would just go with Will because I fuck with Will more. But Leonardo DiCaprio is a really great actor. He might be the <laughs> best white actor. That we have right now. I don't know. I'm not going to say all time because we've had a lot of great actors. There's only so select few. Nah, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. I'm not going to say that because y'all niggas going to get on TikTok and say some bullshit again like y'all just said the other day. Somebody fucking said about that shit. Um, That shit I said about Mookie Betts. I'm going to read you what somebody said because he was talking about me. To too. us? He was talking about me. He was talking about what I said. Um, let me go back to it here. Let's finish it out. Then we'll do that. Okay. Um, That's it for Would You Rather. Alright, that's so, Um, He said, some black people always want to play fair with people who don't play fair with them. Saying, I want to play fair with white people when white people don't want to play fair with our people. That's what he said. 
Because when I said that wasn't fair, that people are treating um, the Mookie Bet situation, not talking about it, and if it was the other way around, um, people would go off. If it was Drew Brees, man, the shit I said last week, he said that I'm trying to play fair with people who don't play fair with us. Um, he I said I don't always. account. I don't account for like bad apples for everybody. So like I I don't understand what your point is. I don't judge a whole race based on a couple you know choices of, of people you know that are done bad things or terrible things. That's true. So like I mean yeah we approach it in a logical way. The way that you think about it is stupid as fuck. And it's dude. so crazy. So, to be honest with you, like I hope you do see this clip because it's people like you that that are the problem. To be real with you. Like, you approach stuff just judging people just based on the color. And, you know, some of the people that you'll meet from the opposite race, they'll be the nicest people. Yeah, and, yeah, there'll be people that'll be, like, messed up, but you're preventing people from moving forward. And it's even crazier because in that clip, I made sure I put the part where I said, y'all have no history of the 144 episodes before of a lot, all the other shit that we've said. I, I literally made sure that part was in the clip. Like I said, man, we approach this podcast as unbiased as we can be. We do talk about a lot of things, and one of our friends said that, so he, you know, said the same thing. Like, why y'all don't be talking like about a lot of, you know, positive white people and all that kind of stuff? And all. I'm not. We actually do. The funny thing about it. there are times we talk we about do. we talk about whatever we want to talk about. When the fuck we want to talk about people? That's true too. But we have actually I, there's been shout out segments that I've given to white people. I'm, I don't think you have. You don't like them. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. This guy right here. I'm joking. I'm joking. But no, nah, we've actually talked about certain shit with white people sometimes, and we've given white people credit when we don't have to. We don't have to sit here and and give you a list and give you an itinerary or give you a rundown of all the past episodes. If you really want to look, look at the record. But if you have never, if this is the first clip that you've seen about it and you're judging us based on that, That's you're, all it was. you're stupid, bro. That's all it was. Like we don't really. I I really don't value your opinion. And especially if you're that type of person that's just judge people based on that off rip, then yeah. that's not somebody I could really care about or your opinion. So yeah, there's that. Speaking of the shout out segment, I'm gonna do the shout out segment right now. Um, my shout out this week. Anybody want to shout out? Shout out to you for having those blue socks on, brother. Green? Was that was teal? Yeah, teal. Yeah. Shout out to you for having the back of your foot out on one and not the other. Shout Why are you looking at my feet? You have a shout out you want to do? Anything? Anybody? Shout out to that scrub that made that comment. <laughs> Somebody also said, have you guys ever been to a baseball game before? Because it doesn't sound like you have. <laughs> and I was like, yo, did y'all not hear? I haven't. I personally haven't. But but in the clip, I was literally speaking. I think he said, no, he said, have y'all been to any sporting event? I literally said another example of me saying something in the same clip y'all talk about. I literally said... Oh, I've been to the Georgia Dome a few times. I've never been to Dodger Stadium. I literally said this in the clip. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck y'all niggas talking about? I'm going to be, be, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I don't understand the point of you commenting. If you're not going to listen. If you're not going to listen. Like, I don't understand. Like, if you're not going to take the context of what we're saying out of the entire episode and actually understand and comprehend what we're trying to say, why even comment? That's the problem. I'm be, I'm be real with you. Like, I'm be real with you. And, I, you know, that's the thing about Instagram. That's the thing about yeah. social media. You'll take an expert or something and, and judge everybody based on their character from this one thing and not consider their track record. I'm not going to sit here and preach to you about that kind of shit. I don't really value it. I don't really care. To be honest with you, I don't really give a fuck. I mean, if you one less person that don't listen, I don't care. But 
he has he has i haven't i personally haven't but that's the problem with clips sometimes too because i think even when people post certain clips of certain stuff it'll be one thing that they say that's taken out of context that may that may fucking be from something that they said early in the episode that you can't see because you're watching a certain clip and it gets taken out of context in a certain way. I think that's the problem with but posting if clips you, sometimes. Yeah. If you really understood that we do that shit purposely so people can click on our stuff and listen to the entire episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. People have been doing this for generations. Is it called marketing? Damn, let me get you. Let me get you. How would you feel if another man scratched you? Bro, like I'd he was literally like, kick you out your chair, bro. No, I'm not talking about me. I'm just saying somebody in general. What? Scratch me? Yeah, if he was like, damn, I'm itchy. And they were like, let me get that for you. And they scratch you. Uh, but what if they got it like good? Like, damn, he actually got that shit. That shit felt good. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, all right. My shout out goes to Hansel Emanuel. If you don't know who Hansel Emanuel is... He is the one-armed basketball player who has been going viral oh, on SportsCenter for years. Yeah. I'm giving him a shout-out segment now because he has committed to Northwestern State University to play basketball. So shout-out to you, brother. Um, I know he's done a lot of commercials. I think he, he was in a commercial with, uh, I think, with J. Cole, I think. He, uh, J. Cole did a commercial with him. But um, I think it was for the shoe, too. But um, just shout-out to you, man, because you, um, you've overcome the obstacles um, that uh, probably nobody ever saw you overcoming. Yeah, uh, playing basketball on one arm, and you're definitely better than you. You better than me, and I got two arms. I'm not even saying that as a joke. Like he's literally, he's better than hella niggas, and he only has one arm, which is insane. So hopefully he goes to, uh, to Northwestern State and he actually succeeds. Hopefully um, you do anything that you do, you succeed. Yeah. Man. Even yeah. we talked about NBA level. I definitely want to see you up there, and I definitely want to see a team be able to invest into you and do that. that. Was that was a debate I saw in um the comments and i honestly don't know when i think about it too i don't know i don't know i don't um, know i don't know if they would take take that i don't know i i don't know i think somebody would you think so i think somebody might i think somebody might i don't think he'll get drafted i think if he did go to a team it'll be some undrafted shit no it'll be some undrafted shit like somebody sign him and give him a chance i think somebody if he goes to northwestern state and balls out i think somebody should give them the opportunity to prove himself in the league even if it's the G League or anything like this, I just I just hope you continue to work hard, man. Because it it's it's crazy that you've perfected it so much that you can be this good with one hand, a single hand. So shout out to you. That's really hard to do. Yeah, that's really hard to do. I I'm not the best dribbler, but fucking it's hard to dribble for me sometimes with two hands, and he does it with like it, actually thinking about it. Yeah, excuse me. That's really hard to do. So shout out to that's my uh, shout out segment, guys. Hansel in in manual. I'm sorry, Hansel in manual. I thought it was two M's. Hansel in manual. He's committed to Northwestern State, guys. So shout out to him. Uh, we're gonna give a RIP out um, before we get into the music segment. Um, RIP out to uh, Paul Sorvino. If you don't know who Paul Sorvino is, he played Paulie Cicero in Goodfellas, guys. He was also uh, in Money Talks with Chris Tucker and Charlie Sheen. He was um, Charlie Sheen's father-in-law, well, soon-to-be father-in-law in uh, Money Talks. Have you seen Money Talks? I've seen Money Talks, man. Yeah, he was in that, too. Um, he died the other day um, at 83 years old, man. Pauly, man. Pauly from Goodfellas. And that's what I was saying earlier. We talked about Goodfellas a lot on this podcast, man. So That's a great, great oh, fucking fuck movie. I was watching it the other day, man. That's crazy. What's his name? Just died, too. That's fucking crazy. Um... Damn, they both just died in the same year. You talking year. about, uh... Yeah, um... Damn, what's his name, bro? Ray Liotta. 
Oh yeah, Ray Liotta. Damn, they both died the same fucking year. Isn't that some shit? That's fucking crazy. There's another dude that died. I seen um, from Goodfellas. I, no, it's not from Goodfellas, but it's um, you know the dude uh, Elf. Remember Elf the movie? The year seen Elf. Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. I fucking hate Will Ferrell. So no, I haven't seen. Him. I hate Why do you him. Hate him. He's not funny to me. He's not. No, I've never seen that movie though. For certain movies in, in Anchorman, he's funny. No, you know what he was funny in? Talladega Nights. Nice. Yeah, shit, that was funny. That shit was funny. Anchorman right? was pretty funny, too. Yeah, Anchorman was funny, too. That's the only two movies I like. Anchorman and Talladega Nights. Nice. That was fucking funny. Uh, I, I don't know the actor's name, but uh, he was in a couple movies that I've seen. Uh, rest in peace to uh, Paul Servino, man. Rest, rest in peace. peace to him. 83 years old, man. I just wanted to say that. I didn't see the cause of death, though. I don't know if it was um old age. I didn't see the cause of death, so maybe that'll come out, and we'll talk about it next week. If it comes, I'll definitely bring it up if it comes out. Yeah. Um, and that's all we got for that, man. We're going to get into the music segment now, guys. Um, I'm going to start off because I'm really upset at this. And I don't want to hear you niggas. I don't want to hear niggas talking about, um, oh, I love real hip-hop. Real hip-hop, bro. Especially you, you fucking New York niggas. Real hip-hop. I love real hip-hop, man. I, I fucking I fucking support. I, I don't want to hear that no more from nobody. Because Joey Badass's album sold 22,000, no, 19,000 copies first week. I don't want to hear that shit no more. Damn. Joey's Badass's album sold 19,000 first week. Do y'all know how terrible that is? That is terrible. That is terrible. 19,000 copies, 2,000 sold. I talked about it a little bit last week, and I'm kind of mad that I breezed over it last week because didn't, we didn't really spend that much time on it. And Brandon actually mentioned it to me before we started. He was like, bro, that shit was really good. So I listened to it. <clears throat> Over the past couple of days, and I'm telling you, like, I guess the feeling you get when you listen to somebody with it when they're like a new artist, and that feeling you get, like, yo, this shit is like, bro, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, when you vibe with it, like, when it's their first project and that really hit, mm-hmm. but it's not his first project, yeah. and this shit really fucking, like, he has that vibe that is just like he's straight been, up old school New York. Like, he's been gone for five years. And yeah, and like he said, top three, Cole. Kenny and him. And to be honest, <laughs> underrated but not underpaid. He had said that too, bro. Yeah, yeah, that nigga to be honest with you, bro, it was it was a good album. Like I for, for, as far as like the caliber I put it over, I'd probably put it um I definitely put it in the top album this year. It definitely was it's the best album that came out this year in right, yeah. for sure. And I, like I said, I'm kinda mad I breathed over it last week. He put out a couple videos too. He put out a video for zip codes and uh Damn, what's the other the one? The second one. The second one. What's the second verse? Um, bat, is it Baddest? What is it? Uh, fuck, man. It's there on you. Zip code. Both videos are, are fucking... Um, they're, it's, uh, it's like vintage New York shit, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see... It was from the second song. Where I Belong. It's Where I Belong yeah. and Zip oh, Code. Okay. He put out those two videos for those two songs. They're really good videos. Vintage New York type of shit. Like, the whole album is like vintage New York Joey shit. Like, it's just... It's a really good album. Best rap album that came out this year. That shit sold 19,000 first week, guys. That that shit really hurt me. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. And I think, and I will go as, I'm not going to say it go as far because that implies that I have to very, like, I have to thread lightly when I say this, but I would say this is better than Kendrick's album. Yeah. And Kendrick's album wasn't terrible. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like a terrible album. I just feel like it wasn't as par- with his other projects that he's released over his career. This was a more enjoyable album to listen to than Kendrick's album. This is up there with Isaiah Rashad's of. Mm-hmm. This is, this I, as far as like, if I put, if I compare it, I stack this with Isaiah's. Yeah, and to be that. honest with you, I I think I enjoyed this more because of the feeling I, I just, I, I can't explain it because the feeling that I got when I listened to this is just raw New York sound. Mm-hmm. And like, his wordplay is like, it's A1. You wouldn't think this dude 
stopped rapping for five years. You wouldn't think this dude stopped rapping for five years. <laughs> That's how good and it Joey's is. Joey's still young. He started, yeah. he put 1999 out when he was like 17. I think he's like 25 now. Bro, I, you would have think that he would have been, he been, he been doing this for like, and he has been doing it, but you would have think that he would have missed the beat, but bro, we're playing on that, man. That shit, 19,000, that, that really, that really sucks, bro. That, yeah. somebody said that that shows you that numbers don't matter. Somebody said that in the comments. It was like that, that, they said that literally shows you why record numbers do not matter because this album was, was that good. And the numbers don't show. If you look at the numbers from the outside looking in, you'd be like, damn, that album probably sucked. And this is probably the best rap album that came out this year. Yeah. And I said it last week. Um, I wouldn't say this was better than The House is Burning. Um, Isaiah Rashad. I wouldn't say that either just because of the he, variety that it had. And, but he can rap better. Than, Isaiah can't rap like that. Yeah, he can't. Isaiah cannot rap like how Joey Badass can rap. He can't rap like that. But Isaiah's music is really good. The music that he makes is really good. But yeah. But it's definitely that. not. I definitely wouldn't. I, 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 I kind of would put it in two different types of categories. These two. But I'm not gonna say. I'd still say the house is burning is, is a better album, just cause we're talking about like beat selection. We are talking about all that kind of stuff. Joey Badass might be more underrated than Currency because Joey Badass yeah, is a better yeah, rap, he's yeah, a better right. rapper than Currency. Right. He's, he raps better than Currency. He raps better than most niggas. Yeah. Who's does. better, Freddie or Joey? I think Joey, bro. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. Freddie's a good rapper though. Freddie can Freddy rap, can bro. Rap too. Freddie That's a hard one. That is a hard. That one. is a hard one, bro. Have done a song together. How the hell that. you think of that that quick? Cause you think Cause of the best rappers underrated, in the game? Underrated niggas. Cause Freddie's underrated too. Currency's underrated. Joey. Joey might be the most underrated mainstream rapper in hip hop. I might give him that title. He might be the most underrated, ma- and he's always been good. That's the thing. He's always been good. I started listening to him ten years ago. That was 2012 when that Wave song came out for 1999. Yeah, yeah, I saw that video yeah, in yeah, Florida. Yeah, yeah. That was the first time, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this little young nigga?" And that put me on to 1999. Joey's always been good, bro. Yeah. That shit is fucked up that that shit's I hope he stay true to what he what he is, bro. I hope you yeah. do, man. T- t- to be honest, if he were to ever hear this, man, I hope you stay true to, to what you are because... I'm going to put him as the, the picture for this week. Yeah. Shout out to Joey Badass, man. Shout for, out, yeah, I echo that. Shout out to Joey Badass, man, because we breezed over that album last week. And now that I've listened to it more, he listened to it more... We definitely wanted to say all that shit, man. I'm shout telling you, bro. I, I don't know how to describe the feeling that I got when I listen to it, but it's like, That's I don't know, man. It's like a culmination of like past projects. We talking about old school rappers and his rapping ability, and you consider that this dude has not rapped like that in five years. And even in those two videos, he like perfected. Like you would think you were watching '90s hip hop videos if you watch that "Where I Belong" video and the Zip Codes video. You're gonna think you're watching yeah. a '90s video. If no, if somebody told you to watch the video, you had no idea where you would think it was from the nineties. It looks like that. It looks like vintage, like New York. Yeah. Shout out to Joey even Badass, when he was man. wearing. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Even what he had on and all that. Shout out to Joey Badass, man. Shout out, man. Um, the next thing we have here for music, uh, there is a Tampa rapper. His name is Roly Bands. He was shot and killed outside of his apartment moments after posting a message to his ops on his Instagram. I'm gonna read the message. Says a lot of these niggas know where I live at for real. I sleep in peace. If a nigga wants smoke, I'm at my crib in five minutes. They pulled up and killed him. They pulled up and killed this nigga. The Hillsbury County Sheriff's Office is investigating a shooting that left one man dead outside an apartment complex in Tampa last Friday afternoon. Uh, according to HCSO, an adult man was shot in the parking lot at IQ Apartments around 3.30 p.m. in broad daylight, guys, on July 22nd. 
Deputies say when they arrived, they learned the suspects had driven away from the scene in an unknown direction. Again, a lot of these niggas know where I live at for real. I sleep in peace. If a nigga won't smoke, I'm at my crib in five minutes. They pulled up and killed this nigga, bro. Which is very unfortunate. Um, rest in peace to him. Again, his name is Roly Bands. I've, I've never heard of him, but still, this is God to just... I mean, you putting out... You putting out rah-rah shit, rah-rah shit is going to return back to you, bro. I've always said that. I've always believed in that. Even anybody that said that, I echo the same sentiment. You put out rah-rah yeah. shit, it's going to come back to you, bro. If you want to put rah-rah shit in the universe, bro, that's going to come back to you. That I, the rest, I can't I can't say any better myself. Rest in peace to him because, of course, he didn't deserve that just because he said that. But it's just like, bro, you literally told niggas to pull up. At, you're going to be in your crib in five minutes, and they pulled up, and they shot you. And yeah. you've lost your life now. I, I don't even see how old he is, but yeah, rest in peace to him. I want to say that. That's a really unfortunate situation, but I just want you niggas to just be careful because you niggas think that you're untouchable. nobody can fuck with me. Yeah, I'm untouchable. Damn, nobody fuck with me, bro. I keep that fire on me, bro. Fuck these niggas, bro. If these niggas run up on me, I'll fucking shoot one of these niggas. Okay, bro. I understand that, but niggas, niggas, somebody can kill you, bro. There's always somebody with a bigger and better gun, man. Somebody can kill you, bro. So we saw a fucking video a couple weeks ago of a fucking dude in the fucking mall trying to fight these fucking three guys. And fucking one dude pulled out a knife, and the dude is still, he doesn't have, the dude that came after him had no weapon at all. Came at this nigga that had a knife, and the nigga poked him in the fucking throat. And in seconds, there was blood all on the ground. Blood was leaking through this nigga's shirt, and this nigga just fell to the ground, and he died. Like, why are you attacking somebody that has a knife if you don't have a gun? Why are you doing that? And now the guy that stabbed him, he's in jail. And he's like 22. The guy that got killed, he was like 24 or some shit like that. Young dudes, man, like... And the snap I'm telling you, man, think about the decisions you make, man, because a lot a lot of times when you're younger, you don't think about it like that. Mm-hmm. But think about the decisions you make, even going down to even speeding. Yeah. Even, even as simple as something as simple as speeding. Like, you don't need to be cutting up in, in rush hour traffic. Because even, like, in uh, like I, I watched the video a couple times just leading up to the moments. The moments before he walked up to that dude, he had no idea that he was about to die. He literally had no idea that in 10 to 15 seconds, I'm going to be on the, gr- on the ground covered in blood and I'm about to die. He, he would have never thought that. And when you think about this kind of stuff, it's not hard to think about it. Like, it's think about stuff, approach it with common sense. Okay, he has a knife. Why am I going to go and approach him more? Yeah, I have three dudes, but that doesn't make any sense because one of your boys will get hurt. It doesn't make any sense. Just let it be. Just let it go, you know? Sometimes it's bigger just to walk away, guys. Because yeah. that nigga lost his life on camera. In a pool of fucking blood off some bullshit. Yeah. Um, there is a gentleman, another rapper who I've never heard of, but his name is Bandman. B a n d m a n. He did a. I hate that he did it with this nigga, but he did an interview with academics, and uh, I wanted to play what he said because it's just kind of sad. I kind of understood what he was saying, off of like some yeah nigga get your money my nigga, but at the same time, he's gonna fucking scar his child. Um, I'm gonna play what he said, but it says Bandman talks about how he's how petty he's going to be with his baby mama after she linked up with his ops. This is what he said. Man, bro, trust me. I want to. I want to see just how she wanted. You gotta understand, just how she wanted to see me fail with doing all the interviews and trying to do this. I want to. I want to sit back and laugh. Like, yes, your ass going through it. You feel me? But, but That's a better feeling for me. Yeah, but your kid gonna be with her. Yeah, but if she want the kid to do great, bring him over here. It's good over here. 
You feel me? I'm just being honest. It's good over here. Oh, so if you, if it's, it's, it's bad over there. It's good over here. So you just. I'm telling you, gonna have a Fendi, Fendi baby seat. Man, it did. Look, I'm, I'm gonna have a Fendi baby seat. Not in the new road. The new road. What? Race? All that baby seat. And guess what? When, oh. it, when, when bro, when bro go back home, he gotta take all that off. Yeah, he gotta put back on what she, what she, she came over there with. I'm petty. Nah, you know, so not, the, like the shirt. Not the shit from Target. No, no. Listen, whatever you brought him over here with, he's going oh, back you with. Petty. You petty. Remember I told you I'm I like got that. Petty? Yo, you seem like petty. I'm like that, bro. I'm not capping. Just like that. And I, I can't post him no more. So he, he can't be in a Gucci stroller? Yeah, he, yeah, with me. And, but I'm not. Okay, no, no, no. But guess what? Just because I know you so won't cop so bad, bro. and I don't want them to be like, oh, that's her son, and he can't get posted. No way. Yes way. Because I know yeah, that I'm like. That's what he said in a nutshell. It's probably, of course, it's long. The interview's longer than that, but that's what he said. And like I said, my first initial reaction was, yeah, if she's hating on you and shit like that, because I hate when a nigga gets successful and you know, and the baby mama start hating and shit like that just because you're successful and you're not with them anymore. I, I hate. I would hate to hear some shit like that. Of course, like even somebody close to me. So, like, the first initial reaction was like, yeah, nigga, you know what, get your money. But the shit that he was talking about with his kid, that's going too far, bro. And I think a lot of niggas don't understand as fathers, guys, because there's a couple times on this podcast I spoke about shit that fathers, like, like need to understand. Sometimes. I'm not the perfect dad. I'm not the best dad in the world. I'm not going to say that. But I just understand there's certain things as a man that you have to understand, bro. Like, kids remember shit. Like, kids see shit, and they remember shit. They know how certain shit makes them feel. So that whole situation, that shit that he's about to do, because I believe he's going to be petty like that, that's going to scar his kid for a long time. Like, you fucking saying that, oh, he can wear the Gucci shit with me, but then as soon as he goes back to his mom, he got to take all this shit off. And like, bro, if you bought some clothes for your child and you're letting your child wear some clothes, why you just don't let him wear it? Why does it matter who he's with? It shouldn't matter... Any nigga out there going through a situation with your baby mama, I tell a lot of my niggas this. It doesn't matter what you going through with your baby mama. Your kid should not suffer because of it. It doesn't fucking matter. It does not matter. Do not be petty to your own child because you want to be mad at your baby mama and vice versa. It, it should not be that way. You guys are going to fuck your kids up. That's why we got these generational curses now. Because we fucking doing shit that our parents did to us. And their parents did to them, and so on and so forth. We have to stop doing this shit. As black men, that's a black man. As men, period. We got to stop doing that type of shit, bro. We cannot be doing this shit like that to our kids, bro. Because you want to be petty with your baby mama. Let her fuck who she want to fuck. Let her see who she want to see. If he, if you making money being successful, that's all that matters, bro. Is your family being happy. That's all that matters. I don't really have anything else to say besides that. You said everything. I think that's... I it doesn't matter, that. bro. None of that shit matters what you're going through with your baby mama. Like, we got to understand, like, these kids, these are going to be the next fucking future doctors and scientists. Like, our, the generation that we're raising now is, is going to be a very important generation because our world is on the edge of extinction, my nigga. Literally, in the next 50 years. So, these fucking kids that we raising, guys, that we we got to fucking put the battery in their back. We got to fucking put all the right shit in their mind and shit like that. So, that's what, we got to just keep that mindset, guys. I, I hate seeing shit like that. I hate seeing ignorant, dumb shit like that, guys. That's why I'll leave it at. Yeah. His name is Bandman. I don't even know where he's from, but that's what he said. Um, what else we got for music? Um, three more things. Uh, sadly, the officer, um, Lil Wayne has talked about this many times. The officer that saved his life. 
in New Orleans. Oh, you had this? I did, but I didn't do it. Why not? Because of the remarks that the officer made and because of what I said about what what I remember about a video um, that Wayne had did about well, racism. Said, oh, yeah, yeah. That shit made no sense. But that was Wayne saying that, though. That was that was more from Wayne. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, but he said specifically because on that, yeah. about that officer. Yeah, because that man saved his life. So what did he say? Like that white man saved his life. So yeah. So I don't. You know. You know. Look at me in a position that I'm in. I'm wealthy. Right. Yeah. I'm a black man. And I'm wealthy. You know. I what is what is that? What is racism? What is that? You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was more so t- toward like that was ignorant on Wayne's part. Um, Lil Wayne has told the story many times when he was a kid. He was um, <laughs> rapping to music in his house alone. He had a he picked up I think his parents' gun or something like that, and he accidentally shot himself in the chest as a kid. And um, I guess he called the police. I think he managed to call the police, and the police came, and they just came and walked over his body because they were looking for guns and drugs. And then the officer um, who passed away, his name is uh, Jefferson Parrish. I'm sorry. His name is Robert Hubler. I'm sorry. I was reading the um. The fucking the city. His name is Robert Hubler. He's sixty five years old. Um, he was like, "What the fuck are y'all doing?" There's a kid on the ground with a bullet hole, and he picked him up, took Wayne to the hospital, and pretty much essentially saved uh, Wayne's life. Um, he actually passed away. Lil Wayne talks about him all the time. Um, it says he was found dead in his home, um, in Jefferson Parish, a few miles west of New Orleans, on uh, Friday. Um, it says no details have been released on the cause of his death, but um. Yeah, I just want to bring that up. But I see what you're saying, though. But I feel like that was just more ignorance towards Lil Wayne and not this officer. Is I'm that here. it? That's all you got to say? Yeah, they died. He just passed away. That was it. I'm just saying rest in peace. He passed away. Oh. That was it. Just rest in peace, man. Because, like, I was a you huge... You know what? Just, just rest in peace. I was, was going to say something else, Wayne man, fan. but... I was a huge Wayne fan, and I know that story. He told that story a lot, like, about that guy. So when yeah. I saw that he passed away, I was like, damn, that's fucked up. That dude died. But he must have said some shit, the officer. There shit that he said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, he passed away. So tell so me, I, later. tell I, me, yeah, I tell me. After. You know, I can't. I, I'm not gonna speak bad on anybody who who died. Yeah. Just rest in peace. You don't. You know. Yeah. So. Um. Tory Lanez tweeting that he is going to drop a new project in August. 18 songs. He said it's going to be traditional Tory project, R and B, hip hop, summer music. He said, "I'm just trying to figure out a name. Are there any suggestions?" Somebody tweeted and said, "Cool. That's cool, my nigga." But you promised us a loan at prom too this summer. The deluxe. Summer's almost over. Which Tory Lanez did say that. A loan at prom was probably my favorite album to drop last year. That and Isaiah. He said, uh, Tory responded to that. He said, a loan at prom deluxe will drop after my case is over and I can receive the proper playlisting and support. The case with Meg. Um, I did over 160 million streams with no support. I don't want that album to get overlooked twice. It's too good. I'm not mad at that. I fuck with that. Because I'm plugging this shit in. When Alone at Prom dropped, nobody, nobody talked about that it. shit. Nobody and that was about a it. great fucking album. That He captured exactly what he wanted to do plus some. Because that sounded like a very classy 80s, shit. 80s album. And it had that type of feel. It just yeah, it just did. I don't know. I, didn't, I don't know how... Um, I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did it. But he said he doesn't want it to get overlooked twice. He said he will drop the deluxe once his case is over because I do feel like nobody talked about that album because of the shit that was going on with him and Meg. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, that's kind of fucked up that this nigga's not putting out more great music because of this shit. With... It's like, yeah, bro. The thing about it, 
with artists sometimes. Because I can't sit here and say that fucking, I don't give a fuck what you do in your personal life. I just, if the music's good, I'll listen to it. Because I don't want to say that for niggas like R. Kelly and fucking shit. I don't want to say that. Cause I, but I feel like some people feel like that. A lot of people feel like that. I don't give a fuck what you do outside the fucking booth. If that music's great, I'm going to support and listen to it. Nah, because you, you got to consider people's actions a part of their character. Facts. That's facts. The thing about this shit with Meg, though, it doesn't seem like... No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't, doesn't seem like he shot her. But all the evidence that keeps coming out... It, it it, like the whole situation her. doesn't seem right. And it, it just doesn't seem... So I'm going to wait and hold my reservations until, like he said, until it's all said and done. Because I don't want to put her out there and say, like, yeah, it doesn't seem like it. But, and you know, it's really justified. And she, he did shoot her. Accident or purpose, you yeah. know? So... Even if it did come out that he shot her, would you listen to the Lone Air Prom Deluxe? Say he came out, he shot her, and he puts it out. I probably would, but I would expect more from him. You know why? Because if it came out and they found evidence that he did do that, you need to own up for you committing a mistake. Okay. You need accountability. Especially if you're saying that you didn't do all this stuff for X amount of years. And we're talking about it's been going on for like two years now. Yeah, it's been about two years, bro. Like, and, you know, and there needs to be accountability because, and no, just doing accountability doesn't make it right. I'm not going to say that. It doesn't make it right. But for you kind of leading the public and your fans abroad to say that, you know, nah, it's not what it is and I can't really talk about it now. But then it comes out that you really did shoot her and you take no accountability for it. It's a big, it's a big fucking no, no. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it's going to go as far as me not listening to your music. I'm not going to say that. And maybe that's going against, you know, like certain things. Uh, like, 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 just like, say, for instance, I mean, do everybody still listen to R, you know, R. Kelly music? Certain songs? Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't feel. But like I said, it goes into the character of their, of their. Um, People still listen. It goes into the character of a person. I definitely don't think I would appreciate an artist fully if they had this kind of stuff people listen to michael jackson to this day and he supposedly slept with kids yeah supposedly that's rain it's about to that's raindrops those are fat ass raindrops drop top it's because you hear a storm it's been rain it's been raining a lot lately it's because global warming i had an article on here that uh there's a i think 18 tons of um ice that melted off of um greenland jesus dumped into 18 tons that's a lot so. Yeah, we're, mel- we're melting the ice caps and fucking. I saw that they're saying the Titanic is about to um, the new Titanic is about to fucking set sail, and somebody was like, "Well, and it's gonna take the same route that the first one took." Yeah, of course. It and is. they were like, "Um, well, you don't have to worry about this one sinking because we've melted all the fucking the icebergs." That's true. What the fuck was I about to look for? Oh, this Kid Cudi shit. This is the last thing for music, guys. Kid Cudi um was a headliner at Rolling Loud after uh, Kanye pulled out his headline that he was supposed to do. Kanye was supposed to be the one headlining one of the dates for Rolling Loud in Miami. It was three dates. I think it was Kanye, Kendrick, and Future? Yeah, I think it was Kanye, Kendrick, and Future for the three separate dates. Kanye pulled out. Kid Cudi took his place, which a lot of people didn't agree with. A lot of people felt like some of the fucking... I understand, um, though. I understand what you're saying. I understand how you probably felt. Yeah, a lot of people felt like the other artists that were performing, some of them might have been bigger than Kid Cudi and should have been headlining on whatever day that was. But the crazy thing about it is, Lil Durk performed and brought out Kanye the same night that Kid Cudi performed, which makes me, no sense. You told me about this, and I, it don't it don't make no that sense. That makes no sense at all. So why even pull out, bro? 
gotta pull out. That kid gonna come. You don't do that. Not gonna come. Um, Kid Cudi was performing, and I'm gonna play the video. I'll put it in the video as well. And this is what happened. Niggas started throwing shit at him. Oh, that shit hit him for real, bro. I didn't see this part. Look, that shit really hit him. Did we see this? When the shit hit him? I didn't think it hit him. Somebody threw something else after that. And he walked off. And still got paid. He walked off. Rolling Loud put out a message. They said, Rolling Loud is a family. Our fans, the artists, and everyone involved need to look out for each other. Share the love and be respectful to everyone. We love you, Cuddy. Please take care of each other and let's have an amazing day, too. So that was on day one. That was the first day of Rolling Loud, of three days. I have never been a Kid Cuddy fan, ever. Ever. I have never been a Kid, Kid, uh, Kid Cuddy fan. I've never got his... I, like, I don't get it. Like, a lot of people would be like, oh, Kid Cuddy... You know, I feel... You know, I'm not going to say that because I know there's a lot of people that, I think even my girl said that. Like, there's a lot of people that have gone through dark times and they've like, Kid Cudi, his music got me out of dark places. I've heard that multiple times. It just hasn't happened for me. But I can say the same about Cole and somebody would say, nah, I don't fuck with J. Cole like that. And that's cool. Everybody has their own certain opinions on music. But nobody deserves that. Yeah. Nobody deserves Cause that. Because it's mutual respect. Yeah. You know? Nobody deserves some shit like that. Whether I'm a fan of you or not, I would never throw no shit on stage at an artist. I could, it could be fucking an artist that I hate. I would, it could be uh, Takashi 69 performing. And now if I'm in the front row, I wouldn't throw no shit at Takashi 69. I wouldn't do that. That's just disrespectful. I wouldn't do that. You Nobody deserves that. And a, and a nigga that puts out so much love and support in his music, like pain music that he puts out that I know he's done in the past. That's fucked up that niggas did some shit like that to him. Just because niggas are mad that Kanye didn't perform. Kanye is just a dumb motherfucker sometimes. It just does stupid shit. Like I said, he fucking performed. Lil Durk brought him out on the same night he was supposed to be headlined. That makes no sense. Y'all should be more mad at Kanye than Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi just doing a service and trying to get paid. That's all it was. That's fucked up. And he don't deserve that. He don't. And now, if I'm Kid Cudi, I wouldn't do Rolling Out ever again. I'd be fucking skeptical to perform again. Unless it's a fucking fan base that I know I'm going gonna perform in that niggas would appreciate me. I'd, I'd say the same thing. Yeah. I'm not fucking doing that shit. Fuck y'all niggas, bro. I'll never do rolling out again. And I was in Miami, too. See, Florida, y'all always doing some stupid shit, bro. <laughs> y'all niggas always fucking it up. Yeah. And he literally said, don't fuck it up for everybody. And somebody... St- <laughs> you know what's kind of funny? That it paused for like two seconds and the shit flew off stage. <laughs> it's always that one person, bro, doing that kind of shit, bro. That one person fucking it up for everybody. Nigga was like this. Kid Cudi don't deserve that man It's fucked up That's all we got for music guys We're gonna end uh, in the sports segment So we can get on out of here Um, This doesn't have anything to do with sports But it does It is similar to Britney Griner's situation Because I could have put this in what's trending But I am going to talk about Britney Griner again in a second Um, But a US teacher Was sentenced To 14 years in prison For traveling to Russia With marijuana 
She got 14 years. A U.S. teacher. A United States teacher was caught with marijuana marijuana in Russia and sentenced harshly. 14 years, according to CNN, uh, in prison in a high-security uh, colony last month. She got sentenced. Quote, oh, it was a guy. It wasn't a girl. It was a guy. He made a terrible mistake by taking medical marijuana into Russia. But 14 years in a hard labor camp is essentially a de- essentially a death sentence for him. He's 61 years old and he has a very long history um, of a spinal injury. So he's taking medical marijuana for his spinal injury. He was sentenced to 14 years of bringing that shit into Russia. Hey man, I'm telling you right now, man. Like years. other countries is not is not something to play with and take lightly, man. When you when you traveling, we talking about drugs and stuff on you or anything like that. Yeah, I'm not taking no chance of taking it. But it's just like... It's but can't you show something like Russia? Mother... Look, They listen. would not reciprocate that even if you did. Because clearly you do have your, your credentials to show that kind of stuff. Yeah. If he's been taking that stuff for years, bro, clearly he has paperwork on that kind of stuff. But you got to think about the tensions between the U.S. and Russia. Do you really think... And them supplying weapons to Ukraine and supplies to Ukraine... You think they're going to reciprocate any type of goodwill toward the U.S.? Fuck no. Here's a better question. Why are they not making a big deal out of this like they did with Brittany Griner? Because I just thought about that. Because she's a WNBA player? Is that why? That amongst other reasons. And you already know what the other reasons are. I don't know this guy's race um, either. What's his um, name? It doesn't even say his name. Um, oh, his name is, it does. Mark Fogel was convicted of smuggling drugs into Russia and sentenced to 14 years in a high security prison. Long history of a spinal injury, 61 years old, medical marijuana. I want y'all to think about that. Why are they not making a big deal about this? Like, they, she, she ain't getting sentenced to nothing yet. She just been locked up. This nigga got 14 years of medical marijuana that he's supposedly taken and probably has credentials for it for a spinal injury. Think about that. I want y'all to really think about that. And speaking of Brittany Griner, um, she actually testified in Russia the other day. And um, she says that she wasn't given a lawyer or told her rights during her trial in Russia. Okay, but why do you expect that to be the, the, the case The case over there True. in Russia? Like, it doesn't... I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry you got to feel that way. But I'm... You... People really have this misconception that everywhere is like the U.S., if not better. And that is a very wrong misconception. And what that about, is a misconception in general. What about this part? It says she was told to sign papers she couldn't even read because they were in Russian. Nope. Says She said the interpreter left out details during questioning and said she had to sign documents that she couldn't understand. An interpreter that resides in Russia... And works for a Russia federal entity. Serves so as on, her. So they're not on her side, essentially, is what you're saying. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, the U.S. has offered the release of an arms dealer in exchange for Brittany Griner. It says, according to CNN, uh, an administration has offered the release of Russian arms dealer Victor Bout in exchange for the release of WNBA player Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan. Who are both currently locked up in Russia. So Brittany Griner and a guy named Paul Whelan are locked up in Russia. Uh, says the guy that they're trying to, um, in exchange for, he has been serving 25-year sentence since 2012 for conspiracy and terrorism charges. Griner has been locked up since February for drug possession, while Whelan has been serving a 16-year sentence since 2018 for espionage. So they're trying to 
given exchange to Russia. They're trying to get Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan in return for Victor Bout. Um, I haven't heard anything about that since, so I don't know if they're going to accept the deal. They're probably not because they want to make an example out of Brittany. So they're probably not going to accept that. They don't give a fuck about the other dude at all. You can keep they like you can keep that motherfucker. We want to make an example out of this tall ass woman. That's probably what they think. But fuck, this whole situation is really fucked up, man. Even that fourteen year shit, because if that dude really has credentials for medical marijuana, that's fucked up. And honestly, I think that that's more of a big deal than Brittany Griner's situation, guys. If you ask me, I think that is way more of a big deal than her situation. What are you talking about? The nigga getting locked up for 14 years because of mer- medical marijuana for a spinal injury. I feel like that is a bigger deal than Brittany Griner getting locked up for that fucking shit that she did. I think that's a bigger deal. Getting 14 years for medical marijuana, that is, sh- that is a bigger deal. I understand what you're saying about, like, yeah, Russia fucking, they have their own laws and they fucking, they're not the United States. I understand that. I'm just saying, the way that they're making a big deal about this with Brittany Griner, they should be doing the same for this guy. That's all I'm saying. Because I feel like this situation... This nigga is taking medical marijuana for a spinal injury, 61 years old. She just got caught with a fucking vape pen. I think his situation is far more... What's the word? Harsh. Nigga, 14 years is a long time to be in Russia, in prison. That's a long ass time. You're talking about at his age. That's a long time. That's just my opinion. I'm just giving my honest opinion, guys. I think that's I think that's harsh. I think it's really harsh. And I think it's not being talked about more because she's a WNBA star. And he's a teacher. Wait, and that's fucked up. That's that's fucked up, damn. I mean touch you. But <laughs> that's fucked up though. That's all I got. You don't want to say nothing else? That's it? That's all I got on that. I got one more thing before we There's one thing I want to say, but I, I don't really I wanna keep I wanna keep that to myself. Okay. Remind me at this point when I'll tell you. I just want y'all to think about that, man. I think that's more harsh. And the last thing we have for sports before we close out, Quintores Lopez Jones. You know who that is. I don't, actually. It's Julio Jones. That's his real name. Oh. Signed a one. Julio Jones signed a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is teaming up with Tom Brady this year. Uh, their receiver, Chris Godwin, I think he's going to be Quiz. out. Chris Godwin, he's going <laughs> to He's going to be out for a little bit. So it's going to be Mike Evans and Julio Jones in the receiving court with Tom Brady. I do think this is going to be Randy Moss 2.0. When Randy Moss left Oakland and uh, he went with the Patriots and everybody thought Randy Moss was done. He did his thing. with He killed with the Vikings, went to Oakland, was like subpar in Oakland, and everybody was like, oh, Randy Moss is done. And then he went, teamed up with Tom Brady, and went the fuck off, set NFL record. And it was Randy Moss again. I think this is going to happen again. Now, the question is, is Julio going to stay healthy? If he stays healthy, the Patriots, the, the Patriots, the Buccaneers are winning the Super Bowl again. They're going to win the Super Bowl. And Tom Brady's going to have his eighth ring. If Julio stays healthy and he's Atlanta Falcons Julio, the Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl and winning that shit. Nobody's beating them. Offensive line or not, because their offensive line is all fucked up. I don't give a fuck about that. They'll find somebody to replace the offensive line. I think this is, I think this is going to be hell for niggas Julio and Tom Brady I think I, I'm gonna wait to, I'm gonna withhold minds and wait to see because I think it's gonna be hell I, I don't know what I would think about and this and I think mainly because Tom Brady is so lucky I think his luck is gonna rub off on this is nigga. he lucky or is Tom just... Brady has been one of the luckiest greatest motherfuckers he's the luckiest uh, greatest go ever he's the luckiest go ever 
the Seattle shit in the Super Bowl, how they didn't run, how they didn't get the ball to Marshawn Lynch. I don't know if you know about the tuck rule thing, but football fans, y'all know about the tuck rule shit against the Raiders way back when he won his first Super Bowl. The Atlanta Falcons collapse. There's so many things that he's gotten luck. Getting Randy Moss, they didn't win a Super Bowl then, but still, just he's he's a lucky motherfucker, bro. There's a lot of shit that's happened. Yeah, he's great and he's the greatest quarterback ever, but he's very lucky at the same time. He's very lucky because he shouldn't have seven rings right now. Three of them, he could he could he could really have only four, maybe even three. If you really think about it, but I think this Julio Jones shit is a big deal. I yep. think it's a bigger deal than people are making it, but we'll see. If he's, I, I hope he don't do shit because I don't want this nigga to leave us and fuck. I say fuck Julio because of how he left at the Falcons. Fuck that nigga. Be fucking That's fucked wrong. up. I'm not gonna say that. I'm just Later. gonna say fuck. I'm just gonna say fuck that nigga, man. Nah, cause that shit was fucked up. How he did that shit with Shannon Sharp. Yeah, I'm done with them on the phone on live TV. Remember that shit? That yeah. was fucked up. Fuck that nigga, Julio Jones, man. That's all we got, guys. That's all we got. I gotta move my mic over a little bit so y'all can hear the music. But that's all we got, guys. I'm gonna bag it up a little bit. I'm gonna chill. Oh, I'm gonna go to the crib and chill. That's all we got, guys. If y'all made it this far as the episode, man, we appreciate y'all as always, man. This is Social Junkie Podcast. Again, I go by the name of P. That is Brandon over there. This is episode 145. 145 episodes. That shit I was talking earlier, guys, that was some real shit I was telling y'all, man. A lot of podcasts, a lot of independent podcasts don't have a lot of shit to talk about. And we've never had that problem. Yeah. We've never had that episodes. We've never... We've never had to say, bro, we ain't going to do an episode this week. We, we've been close. I ain't going to lie. There's been a couple weeks where we like, damn, we ain't really got shit to talk about. But then they still be an hour and a half, two hours there. <laughs> they still be, somehow, somehow we still have to do an hour and a half episode. But yeah, man. Um, I'm going to play some Joey, man. I'm going to get out here playing some Joey. I appreciate y'all, man. Again, man. Episode 145. Do you like this song? Yeah. <laughs> I think I like this one. Joey Badass 2000 is out now, guys. Remember, go listen to that. That 19,000 really hurt me. But uh, make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube, guys, every single week. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud for our audio episodes. Um, again, I'm Pete as Brandon. Like and subscribe. Follow us. Yeah, man. Uh, sometimes our days be off that we drop episodes. Sometimes it's not the same day every single week. So just make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Follow us. Subscribe on YouTube so that way you could be notified when we drop an episode, guys. Um, we appreciate y'all, man. Episode 146 will be next week. That's all we got, man. Appreciate y'all. Gotta have tunnel vision if you wanna make it out. No fear missing out. 10,000 hours in, now it's time to make it count. Invest in 10% or whatever in my bank account. Just in case we see bad weather, I hit a nice amount. You don't really lose on stocks, never let you take them out. Think about putting some equity in another house. Then I'm between brevity and longevity. One thing I never sacrifice is integrity. I ain't nothing like these rappers, it's a disparity. None of these niggas see me, just for clarity. Rest in peace.